0: Gemara, more edkatan daf yudbet al masechet that's been dedicated by our good friend Mr. Martin Rani. Rifuah shlema, v'harav be'zal ben mazal tov. Erna referalo. V'tok she'ar chol amo Yisrael. Amen. We're learning today's daf for the Rifuah shlema of a three-month-year-old girl having an operation this morning. Rina luleta bat. Rahel, El Narefanala Refanala, B'toch Sha'ar Chole Amo Israel Amen. I we begin today's daf on Yudbet and we're actually going to start right on top of the Amud. Amar Shemuel, Shemuel taught: "Mekabelet Kibolet B'toch Asur, Chutz La'Tehuum Mutar." So now we're talking about the work that's called kablanut. Kablanut is a type of work where you're paying the person to get the job done. You're not paying him exactly to work on a specific day. You're paying him on a kablanut basis. So now the question is, where is the work being done? So Shumuel teaches that a kablan, if he is working for you within the home, within the borders, which we would say, let's say, 2,000 ammaa, of where the people are living, so then that's too close to the town, so it's going to be forbidden, but outside the tomb is going to be the question is over here, what are we talking about, are we talking about on Shabbat, are we talking about what is the case, so let's read the top, Rashi, Ah, uh, so that she learns we're talking about Shabbat.
1: That
0: if you have somebody, let's say, doing work for you, maybe he's building a building for you or doing other melacha for you, a goy, obviously, you're paying him as a kablan, so there we have a rule. If he's outside the tomb so then it's permissible. Within the tomb is going to be forbidden.
1: The
0: Oh, if he's going to be within the tomb, the people are going to say, "Ah, oh, the guy hired him to work today. So you're going to have troubles of Marit <clears throat> Outside the tomb, nobody sees him. So therefore, out of sight, out of mind, no problem. Now, Rashi comes along and throws in <laughs> a halakha from Masichet Shabbat. Oh, so that she's asking a question. We learned in Masechet Shabbat that you're allowed to give clothes that need to be laundered. You can give it to the Goy. mamash Ereb Shabbat, and he's going to take care of it. Now, even though the Goy is within the home, even if he's a Kablan. But we just said Kablanut is only Mutar. So how can you give the goy lo- to launder the clothes Erev Shabbat when he's betukum, that's the she's question but nobody knows nobody knows whose clothes it is and therefore there's no hashad when it comes to building or something like that everybody knows oh that's the Jewish guy's uh, construction when it comes to begadim Nobody knows whose it is, so therefore, even within the tomb, it will be okay. Aval. So talk about so that she makes a very important haluk between midi de minkar and midi de minkar. So, clothes that are not nikah, that are not noticeable, even within the t'hum is okay. Outside the tomb is going to be a problem only inside the tomb is only going to be a problem only by things that are recognizable. Now let's just continue reading for a moment then we're going to have to see the opinion of Tosafot because Tosafot has a totally different way of learning this gemara. of Papa, on the second line, ve'afilu chutz hom and even what we just said outside the tomb that it's okay lo amaran lehatam that's only talking about that there's not another Jewish town that is close to where the building is. That means it might be outside of your tomb, but if it's within the tomb of another city, so therefore you have the same problem, that those people are going to come along and say, oh, he hired him on Shabbat. But if you have a city that is close to where the buildings are taking place, where the work is being done, so therefore it's going to be a progress. The people are going to say, he gave it to him to build on Shabbat. Rab Meshar, Amar Rab Rab comes along as And says, like a even in the case where it's outside the tomb, and there's no city that's close to it, Namelo Amaran Ela ela Eila b'Shabbatot Tovim. This is only talking about on Shabbatot. Be Amim Tovim. D'lo Shichi inchi Asli Hatam. Nobody travels on Shabbat. So, it's not like Jews are going to get to that spot on Shabbat mm-hmm. and see it because you're not allowed to travel on Shabbat and Yom Tov. So, they were, because of the humrah of Shabbat, we have a kula. Because people cannot travel on Shabbat and Yom Tov, we're not worried about any Jews getting there and saying, hey, guys, building. How are they going to get there on Shabbat? They can't get there. <speaking in Hebrew> you're allowed to travel. So therefore, because we have a leniency that you're allowed to travel, it turns into a stringency. Why? Because now they can travel to that spot, and they're going to come along and say, "Oh, he must have gave it to my moed to build." So therefore, holamorid, even if it's outside the city, and even if there's no city close to the place where they're building, it's going to be soon <laughs> because the people have access to get there. once they have access, we're worried that what they're going to come along and say, "We have a in ayn." issue. Now if you go to the Tosfot over here, Abotai, Tosfot has a total different explanation in the Gemara. He says, and I'm reading the top Tosfot, Amar Shemuel mekable ki bole betok alim had desherin in kelim lachobes nohri. He asks she's question. I we allow to give the loan, you know, to loan the closer to the Pirush, be de lom minkar shi Yisrael. Fine, it's not noticeable, but Yisrael lo haya mehalek. The Abi Yaakov, which is the Ben Uta, was not the veomed the shari b'moreid vegam Shabbat. He was mekel. Uh, whether it was nikad, not nikad, he didn't make a cheduk between any items. When it comes to cholam Mu'ed, when it comes to shabbat, the haim shel mayim. <coughs> he starts bringing <coughs> different proofs over here. The haim shel mayim, which is a millstone, the, the grinder mm-hmm. that works with the windmill. Over <coughs> there, there's the issue of it makes a lot of noise. There, you, it started working before Shabbat. Even though it's within the trum. He brings all proofs that. <coughs> certain melachot are going to be permissible even on Shabbat, even within the trum, if it's done with kablanut. And he so more, et cetera, et cetera. So the question over here is then, if Tosfot's holding, that it's mutar to do kablanut even on Shabbat, what is this Gemara talking about? It. This Gemara said, it's asur. So mm-hmm. scroll down a bit. Or b'shemaatin, the asal Shemuel, in our Gemara, once said it's asur. Oh, he learns this is talking about somebody that's b'availut. not to do with a guy who's once Shabbat. on Shabbat. <coughs> but this Gemara says, Asur, it's talking about somebody that's b'availut. remember, we learned at the beginning of the epidemic, Avelut is more strict than even Holamoel. And therefore, that's what he's talking about. Even things <speaking forward> like, uh, that are permissible that. He's lenient. are not on shabbat. Therefore, it's okay. The only problem that Tosfor has over here on this epi- the, 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 the perus that he's learning. The Gemara is not mashma like that, because the end of the Gemara came along and said that, how did the Gemara end the, the sugya here? <laughs> it said, <laughs> The Gemara says, the only Yisud is what? Shab- I'm sorry, the only heted yeah, that's is Yisud is Yisud. But all of is going to be, so it sounds like talking about Shabbat and Yom Tov, not, not Afilut. Mm-hmm. So it's asks that question, and then he leaves it in the Sariq Ayyun. So therefore comes out, we have two distinct ways of learning this Gemara. Is it a Leniency for Shabbat, which means that we're going to come along and say that, or stringency, I should say that, according to that she, the only time you can build is on Shabbat if it's outside the Tchum and it's not even close to any other city. According to the Benu Yaakov, no, on Shabbat, it's permissible even within, inside the Tchum as long as it's done by Kablanut. I discovered that it's being strict. It's talking about an okay. Avel. However, Tosfot does ask a question because the Kabbalah is not mashma. Like that. Okay, Rabba we continue moving on. Mor zutra bere de Rav Nachman. Banu le they built for him a padna. A padna is like a a palace. Mekabele kibolit, and it was done al yede kablanut. hutz Okay, so sounds like he followed all the laws. We learn just if you're learning like we're learning pasuk Shabbat. He had the Kablanim work for him outside the tomb, and they built him a beautiful, uh, <coughs> a beautiful palace. What happened? <laughs> so these two rabbis came along, they came to visit. They wouldn't go into the house. Why? They held he was not allowed to build it. What's the problem? Even though he built it outside the tomb. Wow, and some say the rabbi who built it himself didn't walk into the house after. (laughs) He did not want to have a hanaa. So the Gemara asked the question: What's the problem? He followed all the rules. He built it outside the tomb, and we just said according to Shemuel, if you built it outside the tomb, the building is one hundred percent. Why was the rabbis being strict? Adam hashuv shanim. Oh, so now we get into Adam hashuv. Adam hashuv has to be strict. <clears throat> Why does he have to be strict? For? People because people look up to him, and therefore, what's going to end up happening? They're going to build it within the tomb. They're not going to know the difference between, you know, outside or inside. Adam hashuv has to always be extra, extra careful. Now you have to say. Obviously, the rabbi that was building it didn't hold that. He held that Hashuv is okay to do it. Obviously, that was the look between the rabbi that built it and the rabbis that felt that uh we have a uh, there's a problem. The Ikad de Amre. And some say, why didn't the rabbi himself go into the uh into the into the building? See What does that mean? He helped them. Look, look at that she Uh, which means he was providing, he was helping them build it, he was giving them the goods, and it seems you have to say that he was providing them the goods, even though they were building it outside the tomb, but it's like he's building it because he's giving them the materials, and he probably told them don't work on Shabbat and they didn't listen, and they went and nonetheless they built it on Shabbat, so therefore, once already, they didn't listen, they built it on Shabbat, so now already, uh, he was strict, and he did not want to go into the, <laughs> into the, uh, into the house, that's the way, that's the way the two ends. let's just check up some of the commentators over here, at so we can understand <clears throat> a little of what this rabbi was doing. So if you look at over here the mifal uh she sepek le matevin He provided them the straw and the raw materials. Avalimayam the mayam, he sepek them, kordem b'shabat any Okay, fine. And Ashik Tavian said, shakab l'anim nuchlim l'kut tevin me bet tevin shemozutra. That's what he says. That they took the raw materials from the rabbi's storehouse below the the ator. asking him. Since it was being built with his stuff, therefore he was strict. Either way, he was being strict because is It was outside the tomb. says So either you have to say Adam Hashuv is different, or since ultimately they used his goods without asking him, and he felt that he's part of it, therefore he didn't want to benefit from the situation he allowed the ambiguity. those are the people that set up the tables <coughs> they fixed the tables they set the tables he allowed them to work on what were they doing they were fixing tables since they're not getting paid for their work which means they were just getting benefit to eat seuda. they got paid by getting a free meal, and therefore that's not considered as if they're getting paid, because kind of if you work on holamid, you can't get paid for the work, so it's not getting paid, That she says, what happened, He's fixing the table, and then we're giving a free meal, so therefore, not a free meal, but I guess meal as a compensation. That's not considered melachan. I guess you have to say, let the reason why he allowed them to do because they need the tables on hola moed. They were using these tables. So he let them fix the tables on hola so they can use it. I ah, have a separate issue of getting paid on hola for work. He didn't consider this as a problem as getting paid, because they were only getting food. And they were getting food. is not considered a, an official payment. Taro Rebanaan, mekabelin ba moed. La asota la Aha. So the halacha here is <coughs> you can give a goy, you can contract him on cholam morid to start doing work for you after cholam morid. There's no problem to make the deal on cholam morid. Again, me kabelim kibolit be morid. <coughs> when to start the work? La asota la hara morid. In order to do it after the morid. Uba asur. But on the morid itself, as we learned. <coughs> it's going to be asur. We have a rule. Whatever you could do yourself, you could tell the goy to do as well. We know that rule. Whatever you could do, you could tell the goy. But whatever you're not allowed to do, you're not allowed to tell the goy to do as well. The Jew. Can receive work <coughs> on kablanut, uh, uh, you know, condition. He can receive the goods on cholam or but not to start the work until after cholamid. Me kabelin kibolit me He can receive the kablanut on moed. La asota le acharamid. However, u belvad sheloi yimdot. You cannot measure. Veshlo yishkol. You cannot weigh. Veshlo yimne kederek shu osay behol. Uh, so therefore, that's a problem. You're not allowed to do any counting and measuring, things like that, because that is a whole item. So that is the um, uh, or the way we're learning over here at is. <clears throat> let's say the guy wants to give the kabdaru to the goy on hola mo'ed. He wants to give it to him. He wants to give him his clothes, let's say, or wants to give him uh, something to fix. So you can give it to the goy on hola mo'ed. <laughs> However, you stipulate with him that you don't want it to start until... After cholam that's what's You can give the goy work to do be and the moed, in order to do it after. But so long as what? So long as it's not going to be done uh, on cholam, and you don't do this uh, this kind of. The second case was Tanya idach uh, mekabelin You can give uh, work to a goy uh, to do be the be moed la asotah la moed. As long as what? You don't count, and you don't measure, and you don't do all these things, but that would be considered a, a davar hall. Very good. I thought, no, I thought we learned yes. that as long as the boys work, like you're giving them a task, right? Yes, and and he's doing it on his own. He's doing it on his own. Hazak Baruch. So they're saying over here that not the case, the be Hola you can give it to him, but you got to tell him you got to start the work after. So after. Exactly. And then you can't even count it. So basically we have two baraitas that are saying the same thing. And when it says it's the same thing. You're allowed to give it to the Goy but he cannot start work till after. You want to mate animals. How did they used to mate the animals? They used to take the male animal pick them up and put them under Nekeva. Why? You want them to mate. You're not allowed to do that on Kola Moed. Why? Because that's considered a melechah. Look at Rashi. Right,
1: and where's the hazachar. Right, you're
0: holding the nekebah, and then you're bringing the zakhar on top of her. That's going to be a su The
1: procreation or the action? The
0: action, on. the action, oh, the action. On. The animal can do whatever he wants if he does it on his own. But the point is for the for the person to go do the, you know, the, the process as a suit. Can you say, well, similarly, Let's say you have a behemad, that has the kiddushah of bechor. Now we know, what does it say with a gabeh bechor? And therefore, making, mating a bechor is considered a avodah. A behemad that was consecrated for a Qurban and now became mum and you redeemed it even after the pidyon, still since it was consecrated it is forbidden to do any avodah and part of avodah is
1: mating, look at nashi
0: Beautiful. Tanya We have another bright ma Let's say you have a female donkey. She already is making an indication that she wants to be with the male. You can tell that the animal, the female, wants to be with the male. You can bring the male upon her. Why? So she doesn't get cooled off. Because once she's already excited and you don't satisfy her, she'll get cooled off and then it's very difficult to mate again. And therefore that's going to be considered a Davada Avid. So therefore only if the hamorah solicits, so then already you have to satisfy her. That she says, nothing on this over here. However, when it comes to all other animals, you're not allowed to I mean, mate them, however, you can bring it to the Bakrut. Yes. No, you put it in the pen, and you let them do it on themselves. What is it, is they used to bring, let's say, animals. And they would put them in a certain uh, penned up area, and the animals would then uh, defecate in that area, and as a result, it would cause the fertilizing of the field. Mm-hmm. And that's where they go from place to place to place to bring these animals. So you're not allowed to make this process called. <laughs> so
1: you
0: can't do that on. Obviously. Even though you're not doing anything but it looks like you're doing it and therefore Zibud is one of the Melachot that are Asurot B'Shabbat. It's either a Tudah of Horesh or a Tudah of Zoreyah because bottom line, fertilizing the field. So you cannot even just bring the animals there even though you're not doing anything. So, not, so, so, so what is the difference a few pages before we learned that there's like a, a little puddle of water Yes, you take your foot Yes. And you could make a path for the water to travel. On Holamoed. Hola yes. To get to the other part, So it could like sprinkle a little yes. bit. Yes. So what is the difference between this and that? first of all, we're talking about over not only on Holamweed, this is and Yamim Tovim, And this over it seems maybe over there was only Mutak because she had a loss. But yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe over here. Exactly. Oh, but right. here maybe it's not going to incur a loss. Yeah. Let's say the guim brought their animals on their own. <laughs> They came on their own. You didn't tell them to come. They came on their own with their animals in order to come into your field. Mutad, you could leave them. However, you cannot help them. Nor can you appoint a watchman to help them. In order to guide the animals. Rashi says,
1: Right, then I Which
0: means let's say the guy, the goy, is working for you, Shabbat. He works for you by the week. He means he works for you, he's a gardener. Let's say he's a gardener. What do the gardeners do? They fertilize the field. And you pay him what? Weekly. Or you pay him monthly. Or you pay him yearly. Or you pay him seven years. Then the Israel is able to help him. And why? Because since you hired him for a long time, they're doing their own work. Therefore it's not, he's not doing it for you he's doing it for himself already because you hired him to do the job and therefore it's as if the field belongs to the Goy in this case and therefore there's no problem to even uh, help them in the process so That's she
1: Shabbat
0: So they consider it as if it's the B-Omer, the B comes along and says <coughs> that if the goyim came along on their own in order to fertilize the field, so how are you going to pay them? So if they come on Shabbat, you can show them. You can't pay them actual wages, but you, you can do them. You can't pay them, but you can do them a favor you're allowed to give them mizonot, you can feed them, and more you can actually pay them in order to do the job, and on this, the says, that halakha follows rabbi. Okay, Rabbotai. and now we move on to the next Mishnah. Matniti. Oh, we saw in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Misha ya yeno Remember The last mishnah we talked about oil. Now we're talking about wine. So he has the wine in the board. What's the board? <laughs> the pit. That's where they would store it. Vero uh-huh. evil. Uh-huh. he became evil. And now what? He can't do melacha. Or oh, he thought he's gonna be able to finish the MELAKHA before before the holiday. And what happened to him? Honest. Or it, all the workers. They told him they're going to come before the holiday, and like the workers are uh, unreliable, they didn't show up. And now, what's going to happen if he's going to leave the the wine in the bar? What's going to happen? It's going to become spoiled. So what does he do? Zole ve'gomer. He can empty out the wine in the and in into the pit. He can empty it into barrels. That's to store them. And once he puts them in the barrels, vegaf. How's vegaf? He can seal the barrels. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yosef. No, he cannot seal the barrels. But you can cover the wine with these boards. Like they put these boards over it. But you cannot actually place it in sealed barrels but the wine's going to Oh, but so he says it won't. He says once you cover it in this way, it'll uh stay, it'll it. stay. <inaudible> <inaudible> it works. we did that she over here in the Mishnah <inaudible> <inaudible> right, The gad is the press. So from the press it falls into the board, and then from the board they let it ferment a little, and they put it into barrels. Mm-hmm. So now we're talking so about left. we're talking about the stage between Barrel the board and the
1: barrels. Zolev Zolev go make it right, that call, kill a mar, or tobe habit, the cafe habit, the Mikufagimura or sell all the mudim and Ela yahola good that call. Ella she had him, Hino the she had him been Sarim,
0: But you have to close it up to a certain degree. So he doesn't let you close it up in the normal way to be with that, but let you put these boards on top of it, and that's considered. Now the Gemara comes along and says, V'siricha. We had this Ma'lokah already, between the Bi Yehuda and the Bi Yosei in the previous Mishnah, regarding making oil. Same story, remember the case was, you did the press. Or actually you, were, you you already softened the olives, and now either the guy became aveil or became uh, the holiday. Now we said, well, you can take the oil and actually finish the press, and put the oil in the barrels and seal it. And would the Be'udah say, no, you can't do it. So it's the same, look, what do you have to tell it to me twice? Mm -hmm. If you just told me the first case by the oil, maybe over there, the Be'oseh was lenient that you could finish the process in the normal way. Because oil is expensive and it's a big loss. And that's why they were But wine, it's not such a big loss. Maybe he'll be more there to Rabbi the huda that you cannot do it in the normal way. <coughs> However, If you only gave me the case of the yayin, I would say in that case, the Yehuda was stringent because it's not such a said by wine. But the case of the oil... He can be modern to Rabbi Yosef, He can be lenient. That's why we need both cases. I'm going to be a talk about Abba. Man tana shinui aved delo Yosef. Exactly. Who's the opinion that says that when you have a davara aved, something that's going to incur a loss on Holam, where you have to make a shinui, it and it's not like Rabbi Yosef. Because clearly the Biyosef says you're allowed to do the regular process, so it must be the rabbi that argues on the Biyosef. Okay. But the Biyosef says exactly what you have a yhetar adavar abed contra Biyosef ose ke darco. Who's the opinion that says you have to make a shinui bedavar aved? All we know is it's not the be Amar Biyosef melacha can the Biyosef and therefore what melacha bechol hamoed bedavar abed. Enot silica or Enot Sarik Shinui. You could do it. Kedar. Very good. Cool. Baa Mine Miravna Ahman Bariatak. Maulimisha Habitat de Shekra. Behola de Muada. What does the guy want to do over here? He wants to seal a barrel, a barrel of uh beer. Arhola Muad. Can it? On the inside of the barrel, you want to make sure that there's no leaks. So you want to smoothen the inside with some tar. Can you do it, with? Oh, so Amar lehu, Sinai. Sinai is of Yosef. Amar Alacha can it Yosef? Now, what does the be Yosef sounds like? It sounds like that it's a loss, and therefore, if it's a loss, you're allowed. You're allowed to. Let's read the as she over here. Um, Le mesha laguf.
1: Laguf er Sinai Rabbi
0: Yosef. <speaking in Hebrew> okay, so it sounds like over here they were actually sealing the barrel in the normal way. Tabara says, wait, 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 sealing the barrel in the normal way? That's only if they have said. Maybe the BOC was only leading to seal a barrel when it's wine. Who told you he said it by beer? Hamra, the Gabras. What's the reason why wine? Of course, there's a big loss if you're not going to do it. eat ba beer. Also, if you're not going to seal the barrel, is going to be a loss. How do you know? The Amar Abaye, Abaye said, "Amrali Em." Amrali Em. Abaye didn't have a mother because he was a yatom, but he had a nurse. So it says the nurse told him what when he was young. She he learned all these things from the nurse. Bar If you have a vessel that can hold six seah of beer, and it's sealed properly, is better than a barrel of eight that's not sealed. Which means it's better to give up the two and have six in a sealed barrel than eight in an unsealed barrel. So what do you see? It's it's, it's, it's not as good. And therefore, if you don't seal the barrel of beer, you're going to have a, that's why he allowed you to seal it just like wine. Amar Rabhamma, Rabhamma Barguriya taught interesting way of saying this today. <laughs> the laws of Hala Moed are like the laws of these Goyim. There were certain Goyim that Sanhari brought from the land of Kuta and he put them in the Shomron, as we learned. And then uh, we know that they converted, but they converted a quasi conversion and they didn't really keep the mitzvot as they were supposed to. Uh, now, there's certain mitzvot that they keep, very strict. On those mitzvot, you could rely on them. But there's certain mitzvot that uh, they really didn't keep correctly, and therefore you cannot be sumech on them, and you can't learn that just because they're careful on one mitzvah, that means they're careful on the other mitzvah. And that's the connection to Cholam O'ed. Just because we're lenient in one area of Cholam Oed does not mean you could learn that if we're lenient here, you can be lenient... Over there, it's like a chot kutim. You know what what, what? what? We know. We know. What we don't know, we can't yeah. stop making uh, correlations. What's the? Uh, what's the nafkamina? Amar of Daniel, Bar Lomar Shehen Akurat. It's like a lady that's akara. What's an akara lady? A lady that's barren, correct? Which means you cannot draw. Another halakha from what you know already. It's like Isha Akara. This is all you know. You cannot have a progeny. You cannot learn something from something else. You cannot learn one from the other. Look at Nashi, the way he explains it. Nashi says, kutim. Uh, okay, Akurot. Right? There's no peri from Isha Akura. All you have is a body. Mm-hmm. Same thing over here. You cannot learn anything from the Kutim or Chotcha Lomohed. The case they gave you is the case. You can't say, oh, this is Mutar, must be... Basically, in, in law, they say there's no progeny. There's no... Uh, there's no perot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the says, The Amar Shemuel. What's the case? Zoftin Kuzta. Kusta is a small vessel. What do they call it? A flask? Kusta, a small item, exactly. And they want to seal it, or they want to seal it, put some, you know, zephyr on it of wine. Why? You don't want to ruin the wine that's inside of it. The end, zoftin Habita. But a big barrel, you cannot. Ravdimi min Arda Amar, the opposite. Zoftim Habita. The end, zoftin Kusta. But you cannot uh, seal the smaller one. What's the machloket over here? Mor haish The first rabbi, well, actually Rav Dimi is le Hifsid. and therefore, since the wine in the habit is big, if he's not going to let you do it, you're going to lose the wine. But in the small kusta, it's not such a hafsed, so that's why he allows the habit and not the kusta. However, the other rabbi, Mor The other rabbi says no. I'm only going allow you to do it in the small one because it doesn't take too much exertion, too much effort. But the big one, no. The point is, it's is a classic example that you cannot learn one to the other because you would make a mistake. If you would say, he allows you to do the habit. So I'd say, well, if you can seal the habit, because you can, you can seal the, the kuzta. It's not true. You can only do the habit because it's a big hefset, but the kuzta, which is not a so you cannot do. Or the opposite. If the rabbi came along and told you it's asur to do the kusta, you'd say, ah, oh, the kusta is asur, sure. then for sure the habit should be asur. But it's not true. The kusta is asur because it's not such a efser, but the habit is muta because it, it, it's efser. So therefore, you cannot learn one case. Right. It's, it's terha and said those, those are the two items. So therefore, ju- just because, again... Uh, uh, I allow you
1: on one case, you would not be allowed to extrapolate the other. If you
0: read
1: that she, that she says over here in the Medim Zumizu. More. 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 Right, so therefore
0: you you can't learn just because he was matir in the habit, you cannot learn
1: that he's going to be matir in a kuzda. And then the other one, more more in the Right, because
0: you would have said, oh, if he's going to matir in a kuzda, which is a small heb said, for sure he should be matir in a habit. No, it's not so. He's said in the habit because he has a tirha. So that we cannot learn basically one from the other. Amar Abaye, Abaye said, We have a Masoret, Hilchot Kilchot Shabbat. That's another rule. That sometimes we know on Shabbat, if you do a melacha, hatat. Sometimes, if you do a melacha on Shabbat, we say patur, but it's Asur midrabanan. And sometimes we say on Shabbat mutar has the same. The same items. Yes, ma'am, patur. Certain items are all the It's patur from Malkut, but about Asur. Yes, ma'am, muta, like a tailan. Some other items are muta, like a tailan. Yes, ma'am, patur, about Asur.
1: We had a Italian insult in Asur, the name of the Khater Hila. Ababa, the Abad, Loha, the Haya. Right,
0: if you ended up sealing a barrel, it's Asur. But you're not going to get, uh, you're not going to be hayav. Mm-hmm. It's a suit that's like patuna val a suud, like Chalkot Shabbat. And what dictani?
1: Zoftim, a
0: at certain things, are at like Zoftim, uh, a small barrel or big barrel, each one to coin to his opinion. Rabuna, chasdule, chasada, b'moada. What did they do? They cut his field on Yom, on Moed. Uh, I guess he had a field of uh, of wheat. And he allowed the gardeners to the come and they uh, they cut his field. So they ask the question: Tochanin so ke'mach b'amor ed le'tzorach amor ed. You can grind wheat on challah to make flour. Let's sort come if you need it. V'shelol le'tzorach amor ed Asur. But if it's not for it's going to be Asur, which means only for uh, use, not stam. Furthermore, Dabar she'abud Ba ed. If it's going to get lost. And it's going to be in the loss on cholam itself. Mutal asotol b'moed. If the loss is going to be incurred on cholam the davar she'eno abud b'moed asur. Okay. Now, by the way, even davar aved b'med davarim amurim betelushin min akarka. That's only done once you're ready. Cut it from the ground. Ava mehobal akarka afidu koloh abud asur. Wow. If it's attached to the ground, even if all of us can become avud, if you're not going to work, it's going to be asud. Now, what's the reason for that? What would be the reason why if it's attached to the ground? Of course, it's farhesya, they say. When it's attached to the ground, it's, it's the public known. And if, even if they have said, they don't want to see anybody working in the fields on holamu'id. Also, the Gibralah <laughs> says, unless, unless, unless he doesn't have what to eat, then he has nothing to eat, so therefore, he's allowed to cut the wheat, he's allowed to gather it, Dash, he's able to thresh it, is able to winnow it, he can make selection between the psolat and the okel, he can grind it into flour, but you shouldn't use the, when you thresh it, don't thresh it in the normal manner, which is with, Cows. You can only use sticks. Because why you should make a shinui? Okay, stop right here. Stop right here. What do you see? How did the rabbi Ravuna, allow him to cut the wheat? We're saying over when it comes to the bar mechubar, even if said, it's not going to be permissible. So Ravuna comes along and he tells Rabbah his son, he said, You're calling me a bright, Habibi, yechida'ahi. That is not Yahid. And we don't hold like it. And therefore, we hold that if there's a Nabata Abir in the field, it's Mutar to cut. There's no problem. That rabbi was strict that it's in the field, you can't cut. We don't go like it. It's not Yahid. And therefore, I was Matirit. Why? Because it seems that he had a Hifsid. And therefore, since he had a he held Mutar. Ah, uh, Vedetanya, how do we know? Which means, if it's something that's cut already from the ground, and if you're not going to, it's talush already, if you're not going to work on it, so therefore, mutar, you can work on it in Asur, fine. But who's that? That's the Yoseh, which is a da'at. Yahid. not ha'kamim, argue. So again, what did Abuna tell his son? And, uh, my dear son, you're telling me that I made an isur according to that b'raita. Who's the b'raita going like? Rabbi Yoseh. Rabbi Yoseh is da'at. Yahi, but ha'kamim hold even on the davar karka if is going to be have said, mutar. And I'm following the opinion of the rabbim. Now the Kabbalah says, wait, what did that Braita say, the first Brayta, that when you cut the field, if you have nothing to eat, let's say, then what did the Brayta say?
1: <laughs>
0: you could do it. Even when it says that, but don't do it in the normal way. What did it say? If the normal way is to do it with cows,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or oxen, do it with sticks, the threshing. Hold it. Mm-hmm. If that Brayta is the Dat and who's the Dat to be yourself? Didn't we learn that a Biyoseh says whenever vada Abed is mutal, you can do it in the normal way? Mm-hmm. How do you tell me that's you the, the Biyoseh? Biyoseh was the rabbi that told us once you have said mutal, asot ke dan ko. So the rabbi asks the Biyoseh, Yadush nami beparot. Let him use even the parot. Ah, Amar bi you aba, talking about Abba, man tanas <laughs> shinui becholam <laughs> oed. Abed de Who's the one that says you need a shinui? the one that argues on the Biyose, when the Biyose himself holds you, can use a, the regular way. So Gavala is basically asking a question. How could you tell me that this Shittah is to the Biyose? If indeed it was Shittah to the Biyose, he should allow you to do it even? and Ah, So Ravuna says, no, 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 no. K'van de beparot, da'i she ha'idana Lav He says, exactly, he says, most people, even in the regular time, don't use parot. So therefore, it's not really considered a shinui. Because people don't use parot uh, anyway. So therefore, it's not considered as if you say, oh, don't use parot. Because I want you to change. That's the most reason why I told me don't use parot then. Ele, you know why he didn't want him to use parot? Because it makes a lot of noise. And therefore, it'll be heard from far away. We don't want to do that in the just read. Really, the author is the person and it would allow you to do things in the normal way. The reason why I said don't use parot, because even during the year we don't use parot necessarily, so that was not considered the normal way anyway. I said, why can't I use parot if it's not the normal way? Chavrat should be definitely permissible. No, a separate reason. What's the reason why it's as soon? It because it makes noise, and therefore he doesn't want to to, to, to to do that over there. Look at Rashi. de Read that Rashi. de yomah.
1: <laughs> a, it, it makes
0: a commotion. It makes a ruckus. So therefore, since it makes a ruckus, that's why I wanted it to be a suit Again, so that's why the rabbi of allowed them to cut his field because he said the rabbi that's strict is the biyosei, he's a dat yahid, I hold that even if it's attached to the ground, if it's Tavad HaAved, it is permissible. Tano Rabbanah. Hanim Bamo'ed L'tsorecha Mo'ed. You're allowed to grind flour on Cholam if you need it for Cholam You can't do it on Cholam for after tahan Mo'ed. Let's say you grounded ground in some flour, you have some leftovers. You can benefit from it even after Cholam you're allowed to cut trees down on Hola Moed for the Tzorik of the Moed. I guess you need wood to cook. You cannot cut wood on Hola Moed for after. But if you had leftover wood, you could use it after without a problem. You're allowed to prepare and cook to make beer on Hola Moed. If you prepare the beer and you had leftovers, in all these cases, you cannot trick. You cannot do subterfuge over there, which means you can't prepare a big item and say, oh, I need it for the holiday. And then other says, I had leftovers, and then you use it after. You have to be honest. You prepare what you need, and if you haven't had leftovers, okay, no problem. No haramah, no subterfuge, as they call that. So Geberaz says, what do you mean you can't make an harama? What do you mean? We have a contradiction. Matidim shechar b'mo'ed le tzorik You'll have to prepare the beer on whole for the tzorik ha'mo'ed v'shelo le tzorik Kamued asur ehad shechar temarim whether it's date beer v'echad shechar seurim or barley beer lo yashan even though you have already beer that's old in the storage in his house ma'arim you could come along and say, well, I don't want the old one. I want from the, yes. the new batch. And therefore, you can make hadama, and therefore you can prepare it. And now what happens, you have the old one after the holiday. He, he, he made a trick over here. He wants to have extra beer. So what does he do? He says, I don't want to drink from the old stock. You have You want drink. No, I want to drink from the new stock. Now what does he do? He makes new beer. He drinks from the new beer. Now he can use the old beer after the hag. So basically, we gave him a way oh. to make a trick. I thought you told me Harama is you're, Asur. You're allowed to do it. Is the Gabbara says you're allowed. We just said you're not allowed. So we have a contradiction. Huh? So the Gabbara answers. Tanaim. Huh? It's a machloka amongst the Then Tanya, we have a brayta. The Inyan. A case of here, we have on Shabbat. We learned this already. You have a barrel that was on top of the roof and it broke. Now what's happening over here, all the wine is falling out of the barrel and leaking over there. And now they want to save the uh, they, exactly. They want to save the wine, so it says you can only save enough wine that you need for Shabbat, right? By putting a candle underneath it, but not more. However, if you have guests, we said, so the more guests you have, you can uh, you can get more wine over there. So now we have a ma'lokit. One rabbi says you cannot come along and say that. Oh, I need to save more because I am going to invite guests. The guy's a wise guy he'll invite guests now so you can save the most wine you know, you can't do that whoever you have over that so you can save for and invite guests that even though they would not normally eat by you mm-hmm. you invite them why in order that you can save all the wine and now if you end up if they don't drink the wine you're okay, you ended up saving your your wine read she over there uh read she over here. Okay, we saw that over there. So basically, it's a mahluket amongst the Tanaim. Can you make ha'aramahs? We saw in Masechet Shabbat. One rabbi says you can only save as much as you need for yourself. Another rabbi says, no, make believe. Make as if you can invite guests over. And now, if I'm inviting 10 guests, I can save for 10 people. Now, if I invite them over and they don't end up drinking the wine, beautiful, so I ended up saving my wine. That's making a haramah. So therefore, that's the same mahluket, like a am I allowed to make haramah or not? Rab, another story. Rab had a wheat field. <laughs> so what? They cut his wheat. He let the to cut the wheat on Cholamu'ed. Moed. Shemuel, when Shimuel heard this, ikpad, he was makpid. Now, what are we talking over here? Kandir'er Rab did it because there was going to be hefzed. So therefore he allowed them to cut it. Dabara Avid Shabi Mutar. So the says, Who do we say is mahmir when it comes to something that's attached? Rabbi said, that's not that. Yahid. Why was Rav uh, why was Shimuel being angry at Rav? Is Shimuel suspecting to Da' Yahid? So the gibbara says, This was wheat. And wheat does not become hefsed if you're not going to cut it right away. Barley, yes, but not wheat. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the question is, if that's the case, if it's not a hefsed, what was Rav's heter? Now we're going the other way. Shmuel was angry. What did he cut into the wheat for? If he leaves it in the field, nothing's going to happen to it. Right. So therefore, yeah. the Gabra asks now, Rav, may ta'amah avid? Akhe. The Gebra says something amazing. Elo may yo hava. Imagine that, he Rab, did. the greatest rabbi, he didn't have what to eat. And then what did we learn? If you don't have what to eat, even Nabi Yosef was matir, yeah. <laughs> the cut. Mm-hmm. Imagine the great rabbi, he didn't have he what should. to eat. Oh, no, was right. if he didn't have what to eat, how come Shemuel got angry? it says, Shemuel, he didn't know the facts. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that Rab didn't have what to eat. He thought Rab was just doing it because of said. But he didn't realize the case meh, or another interpretation is, <laughs> Adam hashuv shane. Wow. Adam hashuv, like Rab, even though he doesn't have what to eat, he cannot cut. Because the people are going to learn from him. And they're going to cut the wheat even yeah, in the case they what they have what to eat, even when there's no said. And therefore, he held, I know the case. But now you have to be more mahmir. And therefore, he doesn't want the people to be lenient. Rabbi Yehud, let's just catch up in the Rashi over here. No Yochan, no problem. So look at look, Adam Hashuv Shani.
1: Rab, lo asiru Wow, amazing,
0: no mercy. The Gemara says, <laughs> Rabbi Yehudah Nisi'ah. Okay, what happened with Rabbi Yehudah Nisi'ah? Nafak be'humartah demdushah. Okay, what is that, Rabbi seems he was wearing a ring, a metal ring that had like a seal. In those days he used to wear a signet ring. It has a, a seal on it, and it's made out of wood. The wood is called the uh, Almog, exactly. And he went out on Shabbat, and he was in the Hassan, in the courtyard, the private domain, the courtyard. He went out with it. What else did he do? He also drank water that was heated by a goy. When he heard those two things, number one, that the rab was wearing a ring, a signet ring, in the said on Shabbat, and he heard, secondly, that he drank heated water from a goy Iqpad. So the Geberah over here has a big discussion in Masiket Shabbat, this type of ring. Now, we know a person is allowed to go out in the public domain, if he's wearing something, even if it's a takshit, even if it's jewelry and adornment, it's 100% mutar to wear in the Rishut Rabim the Torah. Uh-huh. However, the Anchamim made gives it out uh, on ladies that they should not go out with to the Rishut Rabim. What's the reason? Remember we learned the reason? <laughs> because they take it off. And they want to take it off and show it. And therefore they might end up coming to carry it in Rishu Tarabim. Now, once the rabbis made this gezerah that the ladies cannot wear the jewelry in the Rishu Beam, there are some Tanaim that hold that a lady cannot even wear takshitim, even a hatzir, which is a private domain. Why? Because we're worried that they might go from the private domain into the public, public domain. domain. Now, there's another opinion, or according to this opinion, it comes out that in Takshitim there's two issurim. There's one Isu that you cannot wear the jewelry because they might go out and shoot the an beam. And therefore, they also become mukse, because there's no, there's no purpose in them. You can't even wear it in private, so therefore they become mukse because once they don't have a function... <coughs> You cannot wear them in the public domain. You can't even wear them in the private domain. So therefore they become the dean of mukse because they have no purpose. That's opinion. That's the opinion of the Rabbanim uh, in, in al Shabbat. Mm-hmm. However, there is a Kula when it comes to Tiltul, mukse that L'Tzorek Gufo and L'Tzorek Mekomo, Mutal. Like the regular law that says, as long as I want to use it for its purpose, okay, for example, let's say, uh, I need this, the place where it is, so I need to move it in order to, so that would be permissible, fine. Now the Gebarah says, i Yosef, of Yosef, I saw him wearing the ring in the said, why was he angry? because if you're gonna say it was this ring that what that's not really a takshit because it's more like a functional item and therefore what a <laughs> oh so therefore he thought that it's a mukse item and therefore, he told them he was angry with that. How can you carry this item in the chad it's mukseh. If you say it's not a takshit, so there was no problem to wear it, because only takshitim that made a gizra. It could be held that what that it's a mukseh issue. Ha tanya, ha shirin, These are all types of takshitim, Ha rehen kecho la kelim, which means they're still considered kelim. Now, even though you might not be able to wear them because of a gezerah, but they're not considered totally mukseh, it has a din of klisha the isur, And then with the fact that he was carrying it in the chaser, it's not mukseh. Maybe you need a tzorek gufor or a tzorek mekomo. And for that, it's 100% permissible. There is no problem. And therefore, this humretad de minushat it's mutar. A tzorek gufor, a Because as a din of a... Kelly, can the day he was carrying it, the tzore gufo, tzore. let's read Rashi. she says, "This gives you the,
1: <laughs>
0: it's made out of metal, and it's made out of uh, wood also. Very good. So again, you can't say that it was assumed because it's a takshit, because it's more like a functional ring. So it's not a takshit. It
1: has
0: a function. Okay, so fine. So, what was his issue? Mukseh. He said, Mukseh. It's not a problem with Mukseh. The story will fall at the to come on. It's Mutas. <coughs> so, was he getting angry? So, comes the Gemara and says, I don't know. Now, the e the Ishtem Bayad, the Ahim Kefela, maybe he got angry because he drank water that was heated by Kefela Arma by a goy. And if we have Bishul Akum, as long as you can eat the item raw, no problem. and there's no problem to drink water. That's heated. Because I can drink the water cold. cold. And therefore, if the Goy did it, no problem. That's probably the intent to drink... Café. Uh, café and Starbucks. Because what's café, it's water. water. So therefore, so you can drink the water, and then it away... You can drink it in the, the cooked right? way. So Gebara says, Ah, Adam Chashuv, Shannon. That even if certain things are permissible, Adam Chashuv has to be more strict. Why? Because they're going to learn from him. They say, oh, the rabbi did this. I can even do more. And therefore, that's why he was angry at him. Yeah, I mean, that was Mutar Rav. Adam Chashuv, you have to be a little more strict. Let's finish the Gaborah, Rav Ama Rav Hanan a A palm tree. You can cut it well wow, moed. All you need is the sawdust. So I'm doing a big melacha just to get some sawdust. So lay it. He came along and said, why are you doing such a big melacha just for some sawdust? Lay it. He cursed. He said, I, I, I don't want. This is a, I'm against this. Rav Asher had a forest in the city called Shilanya. Rav forest in the city called Shilanya. Azar the mksiyeh bechorad the wood. He went to cut it because he needed the sawdust. Amar le Rav Shilam, Rav Shilanya, Rav Asher, my da'atich. What are you being lenient over? The kamar of chanelam arav, kotez adam dekel b'moed. Av bishenat zdekel natsunet shelo vehalayit ale abayeh. He told me, did you know hear Abayednet? i cursed somebody that does this. Uh-huh. Which means, uh, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with Abaye. Yeah. Which means I hold what? It's mutar. I need this does. Uh, what happened? After he cut the tree down, the blade of the tree cut fell me. off and got him in the leg. Mifse almost chopped his leg off. He realized what? Uh, the curse of Abaye is not a joke. he left it. he Atani went home. He didn't do it. He realized the curse of Abaye we don't play games. We did
1: uh, okay. Uh, okay.
0: He realized it could be because he went against Abaye's ruling. Curse! That's why he almost got dropped off. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Yehuda allowed to uproot pishtam on Halamway. Pishtam meaning uh, flax and to also pull out the kishut, and to pull out shumshemin. I guess a certain type of sesame. I understand what the heted is, to pull out flax from the field, The sometimes you need to cover the foods, so the olden days, what did they used to cover the foods with? flax? Remember the old days with the, with the etrog? They used to put the flax around yeah, the etrog? Yeah, yeah. So, the same thing, they slapped it. So, therefore, they used to take flax and cover the food with it. So, therefore, yeah. I understand there's a purpose on Hola <laughs> Mo'ed for the flax. Now, Kishuta, I understand why you're allowed to cut the hops from the field, because you need the hops for Hazel al to make beer. However, ha-shum-sheme, these shum-shemim, it seems, even when you pull them out of the ground, they're not ready to eat yet. So what was their tip to pull out the shimshimin? It seems you have to wait until they start to get a little dried out. The Gabbara says, There were certain pits that they had that you could already make uh, sesame seed oil, and therefore from those pits it was permissible to make the sesame seed oil. Right, you could use something from it. Rabbi Anayi had a certain... Orchard, or a certain vineyard, which means it came time to cut the grapes on Cholamu'ed, and if he's not going to cut the grapes, it's going to be a hefset. So what did he do? He did it. They saw the rabbi do it. Somebody said, ah, oh, beautiful. Next year we're going to wait until Cholamu'ed, and we're all going to cut our vineyards, even they weren't allowed. The rabbi had a there because of Hipset. But they said, if the rabbi's doing it, so we're going to do it. So they waited until Cholam went to Got cut them. their fields. And they were, they were obviously, they could have done it before. So what yeah. happened? That was a That year, he made his field, Hifker, because mm-hmm. he didn't want to benefit from it, because he realized they learned from him uh, to make a isun over there. So that year, he had sa'ar the rabbi so therefore he said my field is afkere we did ashi afkere rabbi
1: and I advise he shumda al-yadoh ayyat akala al-yadah <laughs> l-shah <laughs> hu'ad l-cholad mo'adah
0: l-kati